Welcome to another episode of Football 360. I'm your host, Kareem Timbers. And uh, it's it's been a very challenging week uh, for me on a personal level this week. I actually have a, uh, a special show today. Um, I lost a good friend, a good friend of mine, uh, a young man who was like a younger brother to me. Um, so today's show, I'm honoring the life of a friend and fellow Mount Carmel alum, Glenn Foster. You haven't heard in the news this week, Glenn Foster, uh, former professional NFL football player for the New Orleans Saints, uh, died. Um, died between last weekend and, and, and this Monday. All right, so uh, just bear with me here. Uh, it's been a very emotional week. Uh, for for obviously for his family, uh, for anyone that knew Glenn on a personal level, okay. Uh, I was first informed about Glenn's uh, passing uh, from a, a fellow relative uh, who also went to Mount Carmel. Had posted uh, something about his passing on social media, um, and, I, and I couldn't believe my eyes when I uh, saw the news uh, because I, I just spoke to Glenn. I just spent time with Glenn in New Orleans uh, when I was down in. New Orleans for my birthday uh, this past May, um, and we spoke um, about you know connecting as Mont Carmel alum uh, while he would while he would be back in Chicago visiting his family here in Chicago as well. Um, but the initial news on his passing uh, was very alarming to me. Um, immediately raised red flags um, in reference to what led to his to his ascension. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with the facts. I'm not going to speculate. I'm going to stick to the facts that led up to his uh, ascension here and give you a little history of the town and county of where he uh, he spent his, his last moments um, and then give you a uh, touch base on the personal level of, of his life, uh, how I knew him, um, our experience, uh, my experience with him and uh, the life and legacy he, he, he left. On the people he positively impacted. Uh, so let's, let's get right to it here. Um, so last last weekend, uh, Glenn was traveling um, to Atlanta on business. To give you some context there, uh, Glenn, after he retired from the NFL, from playing with the Saints, him and his wife uh, stayed in, in New Orleans, raised a, a beautiful family in New Orleans there, opened up a, a successful high-end uh, tile business for marble tiles uh, to countertops, floors, things of that nature in a very influent uh, neighborhood in New Orleans. I've actually been to the business there, but we will get more into that a little bit later. But was traveling to Atlanta, as I stated, and between the time of traveling to Atlanta from Louisiana to Atlanta, he was stopped by uh, the Pickens County Police in um, Pickens County, Carrollton, Alabama. Okay, Carrollton, Alabama is uh, West Alabama, right on the borderline between Alabama and Mississippi. Okay, to give you some context there. Um, and the facts are, yeah, Glenn was stopped by the police and brought into custody. Um, he was alive and well um, going going into the, the, the Pickens County uh, Jail. Um, but by the time his parents got there to bail their son out and make sure that their son was okay and well, he was, he was deceased. He was gone. Um, so something 
happening, obviously, at, at the in Pickens County between the time he he was brought in that led to his death, uh, which is a very gray area. And uh, I'm going to give you some context here on the history of Pickens County. All right. So I'm going to provide you some context here. Um, between 1877 and 1917, okay, so between 1877 and 1917, there were at least 14 lynchings that took place against African-Americans in Pickens County, Alabama. A famous lynching took place in Pickens County in 1978 against an African-American man by the name of Henry Wells, all right, at the Pickens, at the Pickens County Courthouse, where a mob of, of people uh, lynched him at the courthouse. In 1893, four African-Americans were sitting in their prison cell awaiting trial when they were shot to death in the prison courthouse. In more recent news, uh, recent uh, former uh, county sheriff of Pickens County, David Abston, uh, in 2019 was indicted for defrauding his own church of worship in a jail food fund scheme. And that leads to the current sheriff, uh, chief deputy and jail uh, administrator. Okay. Current sheriff is Todd Hall, former uh, Army veteran and uh, FBI uh, employee. Then they have Chief Deputy Greg Carr and Jail Administrator Denise Hasty. Okay, so Todd Hall, Greg Carr, and Denise Hasty have answers to what led to Glenn Foster's death. My friend, my fellow brother of Mount Carmel, um, and, and justice needs to be served. I'm praying that justice is served for Glenn's family, his mom and dad, his wife, his, his children, um, all his family and friends, anyone that knew him. Um, I'm praying for, for justice, peace, and healing uh, from this tragic situation. Okay. And to give you some context here on how Glenn and I met, I first met Glenn Foster when I was uh, teaching at our my first year back at our alma mater, Mount Carmel High School. Glenn was on college uh Holiday break um, from U of University of Illinois, where he was a student athlete, football player at U of I. Um, he was down in the school cafeteria. And I introduced myself to him, and and he he knew who I was uh, uh, right away, and we started to talk. and In reference to that, um, as as a fellow brother of Carmel, you're aware of some of the top student athletes that have come to the doors of 64th and Dante before you and who have made a positive impact on their particular sport and paved the way for success for other student-athletes to follow. You know, that's just, as being a man of Carmel, we are aware of, 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 of other uh, athletes, okay, that have positively affected the, uh, their, the community there, okay? So uh, Glenn and I hit it off right off the bat. Uh, you know, we, we kept in contact throughout his, his time at U of I, and I followed it, going to follow him, and his success in the NFL with the Saints. And as I stated, yeah, Glenn and his wife uh, will raise a beautiful family in Louisiana. Uh, throughout the course of his playing career, shortly after his career in uh, New Orleans. And they opened a, as I stated, a high-end tile business called Slag. Um, and we, like I stated, we kept in contact. I actually connected with him on LinkedIn um, and said, Hey, man, uh, congrats on, on, on the launch of your new business. 
I'm going to be down in New Orleans in May for my birthday. Let's connect. Let's catch up. And sure enough, you know, I went down to New Orleans. Um, he, he made time to meet up with me in his busy schedule. We talked about life after football. We talked about uh, how he got recruited uh, to play college football. He went to a high school football camp and then showed up and showed out. Uh, talked about some of the alumni from Mount Carmel that we still keep in contact with. We talked about uh, how, how important it was to keep those uh, positive connections uh, alive and well and just checking in on, you know, your loved ones and people that you care about. And we just talked life. And I told him, that, you know, next time you're in Chicago, man, let's connect. Because he said, hey, I'll, I'll be back home to, to visit family. Let's connect. And I, I just spoke to this man a, a couple months ago. And he's, he's no longer here. And, and it, it, really, it really saddens me that he's no longer here uh, to share a, a, a bright light and the positive light that he was on, on the people. You know, he positively impacted every, everyone he met. You know, had, had a smile that would light up any room. Um, and just a high energy, great guy, great person, um, impacted many people on a positive level in, in his community, um, classmates, teammates, uh, business, friends, everyone. And uh, it just deeply saddens me to, to, to know that he's no longer here. <sighs> May the ancestors guide and protect you on your journey. May peace, justice, and healing be served to your family and friends. And may the people involved in your death be held accountable for their actions in the court of law and universal law. Until next time, I'm your host, Kareem Timbers, signing off at Football 360.